Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just eight ninety seven for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rival. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Hello and welcome to the MMQB Monday Morning NFL Podcast. I'm Gary Gramling. And I'm Connor Orr. And Connor, we are just getting into the offseason here. So we're going to do two things on this show because we're not really in mid-offseason form or anything like that. We're, we're kind of working some of, the, uh, uh, some of the kinks out, you know, try, trying to get ourselves going for free agency and draft season and all that fun stuff. But uh, we are going to do two segments on this show. The second one is going to be the free agency preview preview. Mm. We're going to, uh, uh, Connor and I always team up on the, I sh- always, this is the second year we've done it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> since the oh, beginning yeah. of time. Uh, but Connor and I team up on the uh, free agency rankings on SI.com, and uh, I have put together basically the preliminary list, and then Connor goes through and, and shouts about stuff and uh, gets really upset, and then we, we scream at each other and don't talk for a couple of days. But we're going to do that live on air this time. He's going to take a look at the list for the first time, and we're going to run through it. But before we get to that, we're just going to do a little a little warm-up, a little uh, spring training, if you will, uh, for the podcast. We're going to do our off-season takes warm-up show. That's, I love I think it. That's the best, I think it's the best title we have for it at this point. And by the way, at some point, Connor is going to tell me about the new Pokemon game as well, uh, which I'm eager to hear about. But uh, we are going to start this off with 
basically, these are not official takes yet. These are takes in the works. We're kind of, you know, we're kind of, you know, going to the lab and and just seeing how they come out when we uh when we run them out into the public here. So uh, these are not official takes, but these are kind of these are takes in their embryonic stage. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. <laughs> You're reluctant, um, but that's okay. <laughs> It's just weird to think about all the people involved in my takes now as as little embryos. <laughs> that, I don't know why I'm thinking about that. They'll be born into the world, and uh, we'll reject some of them, I'm sure, as we go on. But uh, <laughs> um, we, I, I have three. Do you have three, or you have two? I've, I have three. Um, okay. So why don't, why don't you go first? I'm uh, and like you said, I'm still like like you said, this is a warm up show. I'm still stretching a little bit, so mm-hmm. it, you know it, I don't know if you if you stretched before you got on here, but let me let me hear your your best uh, take in the work right now. I mean, this is it. This is like uh, you know we're new pitches in the repertoire, and we'll see uh, we'll see how they work. Uh, this is my mildest one, and really, it's not even. Well, I don't want to I don't want to poo poo it before I even throw it out there, but uh, no one in this draft should trade up for anyone in the in the first round except for Malik Willis who should go in the top 5. Woo! Wow. That went from like that went from like did this even like I ordered hot sauce on this to like whoa. <laughs> Holy crap. It's, I love it. The, the yeah, I mean the first part is pretty self-explanatory. It's just not a very strong draft. There's no surefire quarterbacks to come up and get. There's really not even necessarily a you know it, it, Aiden Hutchinson and, and Kayvon Thibodeau, I like them a lot, but neither guy is a is a Chase Young, Miles Garrett caliber type of a dude at this point. But uh, Malik Willis, this this is, uh, gosh, I, I I'm just gonna really enjoy talking about Malik Willis all during the draft season. Uh, a couple things on him, and and I think you're a Malik Willis believer as well. Mm-hmm. Although I I want to sort of get. Uh, I want to shove the driver out of the bandwagon uh, driver's seat, and, and I want to start driving it myself here. Uh, so we know he has the physical traits. We know he has uh, – I, I, I don't think he quite has, like, the Mahomes-Josh Allen arm, but he's, like, that half a tick below it. Like, it's it's very good arm talent, uh, really good athlete, really good improvisational player. What appeals to me about him is <laughs> I <laughs> – I hate that offense they run at Liberty. I don't think he was put in very good positions very often. And it's not exactly what Josh Allen is. Like Josh Allen's Wyoming offense had drawbacks that were different than Malik Willis's Liberty offense. But as I watch Malik Willis and some of the really, he made some bad mistakes. He made some bad decisions, bad throws uh, last season that you wish he didn't see. But a lot of them came off to me as like, yeah, you could you could coach him out of that, or other stuff was like, you know, he thought he could uh, he thought he could uh, you know hit that whole shot there, but there's no way, and it's just something that he's going to learn as he gets more reps, and I think he's the kind of guy who is going to basically you know assuming he he lands with a capable NFL coaching staff, I think he's just going to take off over the next like. Uh, you know, probably a red shirt year here. And then like come 2023, 2024, uh, he's going to be the guy that everyone's going to be like, ah, like that's, that's who we missed on. We should have listened to the podcast with the warm up takes and, uh, and come up to the top five and gotten them. I, I, I love that. 
underrated i think uh, just in general is the like the simmering love that you have for people and i don't know that it happens until uh right when it's brought to my attention like i want to say what was it uh jared davis was that was that a guy like a couple years ago from the lions (laughs) yeah i love jared davis and and like you were you were like not only do i love jared davis he's the best linebacker in the nfl and i was like where did that come from (laughs) um I didn't say that, but also I was probably much closer to that than uh, than I'd care to admit. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love this. Um, I like Malik Willis too. I think um, some of my reservations are the timing stuff, which, mm-hmm. again, how well designed was that stuff? And also, I think that he's still coming around as a as a as a passer. Like, I think he learned a lot of this stuff late in life. Um, when he was kind of tried to, a lot of coaches, I think tried to pigeonhole him into the position. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once he got there, I think he's still getting comfortable with the footwork and all that stuff. But a lot of coaches will say, I'm staying a thousand yards away from that. Get away from me. But I think this is so different than it was before where, you know, here's something that I think a lot of fans don't understand. The quarterbacks coach in the NFL does not coach quarterbacks. He is the offensive coordinator that relays the offense to the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks get better at being quarterbacks in the offseason with private tutors, like full stop. And so I think if Malik Willis was able to spend another full offseason, you know, with his guys, I think he comes out ready to ready to go like i think he's gonna be good and for everyone that's like oh that doesn't work it worked for josh allen <laughs> you know because no. josh allen had good quarterback coaching in the offseason and then he had a great offensive coordinator so let's say you put him on the steelers right he's gonna have a great offensive coordinator he's gonna have a good quarterbacks coach in the offseason i think i i love this i think this is a uh ghost pepper level take um but uh a digestible ghost lover ghost pepper level take yeah, it's again, you know, we're we're just coming out with these. It was just born, so we'll, you know, I'll 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 sharpen it as the off season goes on. But I think uh, this is the bandwagon I'm going to stay on and drive for a couple of years uh, until if it's wrong, uh, I'll make sure everyone forgets about it, and if it's right, I will never stop talking about it. He's he's great on the move, by the way. Like he is so much better than I think he's been given credit for too. And I I think a lot of people are going to pigeonhole him into dumb sort of like oh it's like lamar jackson no it's not it's different you know but he's he's wonderful uh when he breaks the pocket too so i think that's an advantage um more reps more reps that's what I he know. needs i would have got connor uh well i'll just say this too uh, malik willis would i, I would have picked him number one overall if he finished the deal and embarrassed our silly alma mater on ernie <laughs> davis legends field two years ago he was close <laughs> he was. the flames almost beat them it's 20 mm-hmm. 24 21 24 20 mm-hmm. maybe something like that um yeah so come on finish the job there malik um so here's my good off-season take i think uh, so i'm uh, i think i'm going to the combine next week um and i think the thing is all the gms talk right before the draft and i think the thing that we are going to hear more than ever before is about uh coaching and scouting alignment i think we're going to hear the word alignment until our ears bleed um and i know that this is sort of like been a slightly buzzy topic like when when the 49ers hired kyle shanahan and john lynch together there was that little brief little wave of of the alignment thing and we have to hire these guys together but i think a lot of these gms 
copy whoever had a surprisingly good season and just pretend it was their idea all along while also drastically changing their process in the process. And the Bengals um, basically have six scouts. They're pro scouts and college scouts. Mm -hmm. And they go to meetings with the coaching staff. And so the coaching staff is like, I need that guy. And so the scout's like, okay, great. Here, let's, uh, here's all of our information. And then they draft the guys that they need for their system. And so some of the other teams that do that, the Colts, the 49ers, I I looked at a list. There was a list of like um, highest wins above replacement by drafted players. I think like four of the top, like six had their front office set up this way. And, um, I was talking to, uh, I actually did a great podcast with Art Stapleton, who covers the Giants for the Bergen Record. He was talking about Joe Shane, who is going to, in February, for the first time in Giants history, put together their draft board with the scouts and the coaches in the same room. And so I think that this is going to be a big talking point where we're all going to be aligned. We're all going to be aligned. We're all going to be aligned. And I think... uh, some GMs are going to pretend that they were, despite the fact that they never had been. And some of them are just going to be talking about it a lot more loudly than they ever have before. I, I like it and I don't like it. I like it because it is smart and accurate and is very not hot to enough. happen. I, I, I don't it's not like, take enough. Not enough screaming. <laughs> yeah. OK, here's a good one. Let me follow this up. Rapid fire. OK, right? you go. You go. Oh, all right. You, you want to do your other two right now? I, I'll give you one right now, just okay. to kind of try to save myself um, and and, tr- and try to try to get hot uh, <laughs> after, after that well thought out logical uh, yeah 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 <laughs> monologue let's, you gave time let's to get time to go off stupid. the rails yep. yeah yeah let's get weird um uh, uh we're going to find we're going to see a bunch of people tr- stumble horrifically into the prototypical drop back passers matter again takes like it's going to go back to uh like even though there's so much evidence that you can win with quarter like we you and i worked on an entire cover story about this you know Mm -hmm. there's mountains of evidence that show that you can basically win with anybody as long as you embrace their flaws and design an offense around them i think a lot of very lazy people are going to point to cincinnati's run and say nope you need you need joe burrow and matt stafford and you know that's what we're gonna look for and so i think uh like a picket like someone like that is going to get overdrafted. There's going to be a prototypical, again, air quotes, eye rolls, drop back passer that's going to get criminally overdrafted in this draft because of said desperation. Okay. Pickett is probably that guy if you're looking at the top prospects. Mm-hmm. Um All right. I I thought you were going to go a little more Mac Jones effect at that point. Uh because I do think I I and look it, Stafford and, and Burrow are obviously not in a uh, uh, Mahomes, Allen, Lamar Jackson type of mold, but they can create. Like Burrow is fairly mobile. I guess it, the more I, the more I say it out loud, I, I, I guess Burrow probably has more in common with like a Mac Jones than uh, than any of the guys we talk about in that uh, in that mold of being sort of the uh, the 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 second reaction types. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stafford, I guess, was. Early in his career, he was he was that guy. Again, not at that level. Um, he was much more functioning out of the pocket uh, last year, though. So yeah, I, I've as as I work through it. Okay, okay, like I'm a, on board like with a that. Sam Howell come. You know what I mean? Like something like that, where you know it could be like you know, 
I mean, he, he's kind of he, he can move too. Yeah, the Sam, Sam Howell is, and we're gonna talk plenty of quarterbacks around the draft, but Sam Howell is just so interesting because a year ago it was like it was like oh he's just like Baker Mayfield, like yeah everyone loves Sam Howell, and now that Baker's had a down season, it's like ooh just like Baker Mayfield, nobody <laughs> likes Sam Howell. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's the way it goes. From BBC Radio Four. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Give me um, what else you got. Okay. I, I'm saving what I thought was my hottest take for last, but uh, this one, and it's related to the free agency preview preview, so I don't want to give away too much at this point, but uh, my last two are actually going to sort of uh, skim off of that pool. But uh, as I was putting this together, you know, I always put it together, and then I'll look at other people's lists, not to copy them, but just to be like, oh, right, like... Uh, uh, Von Miller, uh, I forgot to put him on the list because uh, I'm an idiot and my spreadsheet was all wrong, so I have to <laughs> dump him in there. Or you know, maybe someone got cut last minute or something. But uh, I was really surprised. No one else seemed to have Rob Gronkowski in the top fifty. And uh, look, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if he walks away because Tom Brady's not in the league anymore or whatever. I, I don't know what he plans in the future. I don't know if he is. Uh, sort of back channeling, uh, sort of, well, you know, maybe I'll come back as a part time player type of thing. But uh, I thought he looked better and faster and is still a very capable blocker. But I thought he looked uh, faster and, and more nimble last season than he did in his last season with the Patriots when they won the Super Bowl. So I think Rob Gronkowski is absolutely worthy of a legitimate multi year deal, not like a fake second year, but like. He's a guy I would sign planning on having him for two or three seasons. And, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what his desire is. Again, maybe maybe he is putting it out there that he's a 50-50 on comeback for one more year type of thing. But um, I would make a pretty significant uh, medium-term investment in Rob Gronkowski. I don't think that's uh, – what are you talking about in terms of significant? <sighs> I would uh, I would pay him near top of the tight end market. Let me bring wow. up the tight end. Uh, I contracts. just did. okay. So uh, so average annual value. Yep, is fifteen for George Kittle, fourteen three uh, for Kelsey, fourteen two for Dallas Goddard, Goddard and, yeah. and four and fourteen flat for Mark Andrews. Uh, Dallas Goddard did good for himself here. Yes, he did. 
boy. Um, so let's put him on that's tier two. That's because of the blocking. But you know yes. what I mean? Like yeah. Dallas Goddard is earning, and Travis Kelsey, or, uh, or George Kittle, rather, um, they're earning that money as, as blockers, you know, almost as much as, as anything else. Let's say this, firmly uh, eight figures for average annual. Uh, I would slide him in with the two Patriots guys at 12.5. How's that? And and Good. legitimate, legitimate like two years minimum, maybe three. Interesting. Um, possibly. Um, okay. I would like to see, um, you know, here's the problem with uh, the NFL selling us a complete garbage product in Game Pass um, that <laughs> it's it's hard to, to watch him as a blocker. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to go yeah. back. And, and I will at some point this offseason. Um, I, I would say pending on that. Um, pending until... Um, pending until I look at his blocking okay. from this past year. I didn't, see, I didn't think that take had any heat. I, I think for the magazine, I put him ninth among free agents and didn't think twice about it. And uh, I didn't think that was a that was a, a very hot take until uh, I saw no one else no one else loves Rob Gronkowski. Eh, pro football yeah. focus, I mean, again, I mean, and, and you'll find coaches that will line up out the door and scream about how much they hate blocking grades from pro football focus. I, I think they're fine. Uh, but uh 62nd out of 75 tight ends for run blocking so kind of a horrendous uh uh season but seventh overall among tight ends so i i think it falls in line with your projections you know um would he be would he be interested in playing without tom brady is tom brady coming back which segues into my last take um uh so my last hot take that I'm working on is that Tom Brady and Sean Payton are essentially going to ruin this season for a lot of people. Like they are going to have one foot in the door throughout the entirety of this whole thing. They're going to lord over any attention. I mean, I wrote this uh, when I wrote something about Sean Payton back in early January, I wrote this like he will, he's going to be the most sought after coaching free agent in NFL history. Yeah. Um, and as soon as a coach starts 0-3, um, especially if your name's Mike McCarthy, you're hosed. Like, you're absolutely hosed. And all we're going to talk about <laughs> is Sean Payton, Sean Payton, Sean Payton, Sean Payton. If he ends up on the Amazon broadcast, what did Sean Payton say about, uh, you know, Sean Payton said the Vikings have good personnel. Does that mean they're going to hire Sean Payton? Sean Payton, Sean Payton. And so uh, I think that's going to happen. And I think uh, my... Old friend Dan Hansis at NFL Network has put his flag down on this take, even pre-Brady retirement. So I'm going to give credit to him first. But there's a zero percent chance that guy's done. Um, the, like a like not like and any team that has any sort of issue at quarterback, like all of a sudden it's going to be like eh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Uh, you know, I don't know when, where, how he would come back, but I'm sure he's already got the groundwork laid for that. All of it. Boy, even after I guess he never put out like a super impressive sizzle reel after he announced his mm-hmm. retirement. That thing's still in the uh, it's still, still holster somewhere. Yeah, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Sean Payton thing. Now that you bring it up, that's uh, it's a really good point, but it's also like it's it's looking into our horrible future. I mean, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long autumn of hearing about Sean Payton uh, connected to to every job, but especially the Cowboys. Yeah, if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm sort of well, I'm 
I mean, at this point in time, I'm I'm a little alarmed about working for the Cowboys in general. Uh, but uh, I would say, you know, also just alarmed at just looking around at me and like, oh, geez, you know, what's yeah. what's this gonna be yeah. like, you know? And uh, I don't know, a lot of pressure on uh, on old M squared. That's all I'm saying. But he knows that, and uh, that's why you make uh, that's that's why you lie about watching all that film in the off season. So absolutely, yeah. that's why you uh, get one of those uh, graphing calculators and and tell everyone you know all the analytics now. <laughs> I know all of them. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last twenty five years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, my last take. It's it's the lowest Q rating guy. And again, I'm I'm skimming out of our uh, out of our second segment because I'm just a... I'm just kind of a lazy host at this point, but uh, among the cornerbacks, I would rather have Chavarius Ward than J.C. Jackson. Uh, boy, I, I don't know. Let, let me let me delve into it a little bit. Yeah, give me give me like a like a paragraph on that. I I, I wish I had the charting on this. I don't, but. I would say with with a fair amount of confidence, Ward got much less safety help. He was left out on an island much more often than Jackson was, and he held up fairly well. You know, his his uh, he gave up some plays, but he was also asked to play in that fashion uh, repeatedly. And I think if you drop them somewhere where uh, maybe you were a little less aggressive with blitzing, and that's I think something you'd see anywhere this upcoming season, and you get him a little more of that help over the top. I think that makes him into a borderline Pro Bowl type of cornerback. Uh, J.C. Jackson just makes me nervous. And anyone coming out of that defense makes me nervous, dropping him in somewhere else, especially that secondary uh, where, you know, they just... I think it was Derek Carr who had this quote uh, two seasons ago, maybe. But it was like, the Patriots are better than anyone at making it look like guys have help without actually helping them like mm. it, it, there's just there, there's a there's a confusion factor in there uh and also quite frankly i mean i, I realize it's one matchup against an all pro receiver but i do want my guy to have scored a win at some point against a division rival uh who's an all pro receiver and i'm talking about stefan diggs at this point whereas jc jackson was just sort of um he's just you know whatever he's mark eaton on your on your uh dominique wilkins poster uh if he grew up in the 80s or whatever it was uh he was just torched by digs too many times 
for my taste for a guy who you're going to pay as a number one cornerback. So they're not, I, I don't think there's like, boy, what, what a huge gap between these guys, but I would rather have Ward for generic defense X than Jackson. And then when you factor in the money, I think it makes it an easy choice. I, I'm not uh, super opposed to that. I think that, um, I think that, I mean, comparable size wise, uh, I think that JC Jackson has had a more extensive and better body of work, like over a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, but to your point, I think that a lot of the Spagnolo defense for a defensive back is adjusting on the fly. It's survival. It's playing your own area by yourself. Like someone I think uh, described it once as basically a fast break in a in a in a pickup basketball game constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Every down, and so. I almost like the idea of signing a player like that who then, if you have a great system, you can plug them in um, and just ask them to do whatever versus J.C. Jackson where, you know, I talked to Stefan Gilmore about this once and he was like, the stuff that Bill Belichick says to you before a game is incomparable in terms of just like, you know, this ball's going to go here, this ball's going to go here this ball is going to go here. And he's like, most of the time it is, you know, like yeah. Kyle Van Noy said this to me too. Cause he wears the green dot and he's like, I can't tell you what he says, but like it, it's unbelievable. And so, you know, and I'm not saying all these players are incompetent. There's certainly been some successful Patriots defensive players who've gone elsewhere and had, you know, uh, nice careers, but it helps when you have all the answers to the test. So I like it. That's a good take. Um, hopefully I like it as much as your free agent list. Let's get to it, Connor. Boy, you are just, you are on fire with the segues here. So, uh, as you'll see, Connor, not anyone on the podcast, because number one, you don't have access to this doc, and number two, it's a podcast, and you can't see it. Uh, But I would suggest, for this exercise, I have the overall, we go down to, how many many did I end up ranking? Uh, 221. Uh, Antonio Brown is 221, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Devontae Adams is number one. Um, I would say go to the position by position ranking, though, because I I don't want to get too bogged down in like, uh, uh, you have have Kaiser White ranked four ahead of, uh, I don't don't know, uh, Sheldon Richardson. Like, that's crazy. Like, I I don't know. You can flip those. But if we go position by position, we at least get a little bit of flavor here. And as a, as, Sort of an added bonus. I did them overall first, so I'm not as in tune with the position by position. So I'm probably more vulnerable in this case too. Interesting. Okay. Um, I would say my initial question, my initial, you know, uh, f- you know how stupid YouTube is, uh, where <laughs> uh, everything is, everything is, uh, is the same, right? It's homogenized now based on yes. like the algorithm. And yep. so like one of the big YouTube things is like X person reacts to X mm-hmm. event, you know, like so I was scrolling the other day and it's like professional guitar player reacts to Jerry Garcia. And it's like, well, <laughs> hopefully he would fucking like it because he's good at it, what he does, you know, like what, what are we hoping to, 
Are we, are we hoping that he's going to melt on the camera? Like, <laughs> I like how I I like that because I like how it's gone the other way. It because it used to be like, oh, this twelve year old watches Sabbath or something, and then it's you know like, oh, okay, well, this is something you've never seen, and this is this is the weird stuff music used to be. But now it's like, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> very talented guitarist watches very talented guitarist it's like some guy who works at music city is like <laughs> it's just like yeah this is really good well no shit it's good yeah you know he's one of the most famous guitar players of all time this is like connor orb reacts to gary grandlings <laughs> which just uh, hey, we're, God, we're the same guy we're the same idiot <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, so one of the first things that uh, stuck out to me was that you place very little uh, value on offensive line play in general. Um, I think that you have uh, having Orlando Brown 17th and that, well, I agree that he's that far away from Taron Armstead. I mean, Taron Armstead is, boy, in a lot of ways, like the... the best for you like i think that you could make a case oh i should have done that for the hot takes you could make a case that he's a better free agent than Devonte adams oh don't wow. you think right that's a take uh the only thing that worries me about him is is the durability Inj- stuff but injury uh, history yeah. if, if he was healthy absolutely yeah yeah i like that yeah uh uh so i don't know but uh, so yeah i agree with him first orlando brown 17th is is low um, for me, um, boy, not a lot of, uh, um, just a sort of an, I mean, I agree putting him there, but sort of it, just an insulting placement of Jason Peters at the end of a hall of fame career at two ten. I know. I My know goodness. that it might be a little bit low. I just, he was okay. The bears, uh, I actually watched, um, on garbage game paths. Uh, I watched a lot of, uh, <laughs> Uh, Jason Peters this year when I was doing something on the Bears offensive line and like he is so much less mobile than he was obviously I mean he's a very large 39 year old man but like boy does he have like some moves that he figured out to compensate it's very cool like it was it was cool to watch that I wouldn't I wouldn't hire him to play professional football for me next year yeah Um, but uh, uh, that is that Um, a couple other questions um so here's a hot take. God, I should have saved the I wish I had seen this before the hot take show. Um but what explain to me like a child the Chris Godwin love. Like I I I still don't get it. Like he's great. He's good. But I don't know if I'm bra- like oh boy. Are you ready for this? I would still rather Kenny Galladay. Woo! Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I don't know, Connor. Come that's, on, that's baby. That's too much. Woo! So I like Godwin as I, I I think he is in that as a receiver. I think he's in that uh I don't know if you're gonna rank him, and I haven't ranked him, but I feel like if you're gonna rank him, he'd be like in the sixteen to twenty range uh in the league right now, and, and just as a pass catcher. And then I think he brings such a plus as a blocker. I think mm, he's just true. such a high floor guy. Uh, and you know, you don't need to worry about having this sort of like, oh, well, you know, and we saw with Odell Beckham Jr., uh, you know, he went to a place where he didn't have great chemistry with the quarterback and now you got an issue. Uh, I think as a big slot that 
is not going to be as much of a problem. And then his blocking value, I think, uh, pumps him up enough. Uh, but I will say there is a definite gap. I mean, look, once you get outside of Adams and Armstead, uh, I I think there's a pretty pretty steep drop off as far as you know. These are dudes who are gonna give mega bucks to. Yeah, I mean, Godwin is physical. Um, I think he's greatly improved as a player year over year, which I think is attractive. Um, He plays well in in the bunch. uh, But, like, what are you outside of that bunch? Like, you were in in bunch formation with Gronk and Antonio Brown. Sometimes Mike Evans, like, you know, you had a lot of get a lot of really good guys setting picks for you. I mean, I, I think when he's ISO, he's winning on routes. So, I mean, you know, in that way, it doesn't technically kind of, you know, it's not technically a hot take, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, so that's a, that's a thought. Um, one aside, when you brought, when you said that you had shared the uh, free agency list with me, I went into my Google drive and I Googled free agent list and uh, so I, I used to be a beat writer. I used to cover the New York Jets for a couple of years and then the New York Giants uh, for the Star Ledger in Newark. And I used to make my off-season free agent lists with, along with the names of the agents and anybody associated with the players who I might be able to call to see if the players were going to visit the team. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, what a cr- – so I, I, I pulled up instead of your list, I accidentally pulled up my 2013 uh, wide receiver rankings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Man, Muhammad Massacoy, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dwayne Bow. Remember Dwayne Bow? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Terrell Owens, Plaxico Burris, Chad Johnson, uh, Chaz Shillins. So, like, here's the thing: you would spend all off season like calling the agents of like Donald Jones and 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 uh and Danny Amendola right and trying mm-hmm. to get in these in like you're like it's got to be one of these guys it's got to be one of these guys and then the Jets always sign Chaz Shillings you know and then you're like the one guy I didn't call Chaz Shillings all roads lead to Chaz Shillings all roads lead Mike Sims Walker um wow Kasim Osgood. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Spe- a good... Special teamer, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, DeVry Henderson, uh, Ted Ginn. This is a good group. Um, but yeah, so a couple other uh, couple other notes here as I smash the microphone accidentally. Um, <laughs> I think you probably have Hassan Reddick, and by association... Um, Randy Gregory just a little bit high because I don't think those are the kinds of based on the way that they're going to need to win. Like nobody's going to blitz like Phil snow is blitzing this year in Carolina Mm -hmm. next year. Um, so I don't know how much more valuable he's going to be. I mean, there's probably a couple places he could go, but I think his market is going to be dampened. And I would say probably the same goes with Randy Gregory too, a little bit. It's, uh, Hmm. That's a good point. Reddick both seemed of like them for the for the readers. Both of them are in the top twenty five. Gary yep. has Hassan Reddick at eleven and Randy Gregor at twenty four. Reddick is probably too high. Reddick probably ended up being sort of a uh, uh, um, sort of sort of a protest, sort of an overcompensation to the fact that he only got a one year deal last off season Fair. when he was a free agent. Uh, and Gregor's interest. I mean, look, 
I think if you uh, could trust Randy Gregory to stay on the field, uh, I think he's a, uh, you know, considering age and and the lack of wear and tear, I think you could argue him as a top ten type of guy. Uh, but yeah, that's I, I will say one other thing. There are a, there are a lot of edge rushers. There are a, mm-hmm. you know I, I think they're going to be in demand here uh, this off season, and there's there's a lot of them. Yeah, that's true. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Another player that I really like that you don't, that we're going to fight about. Are you ready for this? Here's going to be the fight that fractures our friendship. Yeah. Uh, 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 when I when I weigh in on the free agency list. You need to have Morgan Moses way higher. You Morgan like Morgan Moses, Moses a lot. Morgan Moses, you? baby. He had a good I, season last year. I think 67 is a is a fairly respectful ranking for Morgan Moses. As I look at it, I I probably would I probably would swap in with Eric Fisher here. Eric Fisher is also tricky to me because I don't think Eric Fisher was I don't think he's quite as problematic as it seemed at times just because Carson Wentz was sort of going off schedule a little too often and, and when things went bad they went really bad there uh, although Eric Fisher is obviously not the player he once was but I mean I could see Morgan Moses sliding up 10 spots higher I don't know how much higher you go than that though to, to me he seems like I mean he seems like he, he's in that Riley Reef kind of uh portion of his career he's just gonna sign one year deal after one year deal until uh i don't know he i, I don't know what happens to guys after that i take him over cam robinson yeah cam robinson is uh i'm gonna be stubborn on cam robinson mm. <laughs> until he, i don't care what the tape shows <laughs> until until he further proves that he can't block people um i will and, and that's the other thing there's some of these guys I bumped up a lot of Jaguars guys just under the premise that they were in a really bad program and kind of like, well, put them somewhere else where, you know, yeah. things are not such a mess and, and things probably look better. When you're constantly being kicked by your head coach, it's hard to perform well. <laughs> it so just, it really, hurts and it's just, really you know, it you, does, you know, really wears down the Achilles. Yeah, it yeah. does. It hurts. I don't know. I think is is that it? I think that's it. I I think um, number one. I still want to hear about Pokemon. We're, we're gonna have to do that now. But we've made it this far, and you didn't bring up Jacoby Brissett at all. So I will bring up Jacoby Brissett. 
Well, you have them very low, and I didn't know if there was, you guys had some sort of a falling out. or there was, uh, Well, there. look, I also do this as like kind of, okay, I, this can't be purely my ranking, right? Like, if I built a team, it would be horrible. So I will, you know, be a little more reasonable and, and sort of, uh, you know, sort of what, what, what's, what's a word I'm looking for? Kind of, uh, kind of water down my takes just a little bit. So they're not uh, too strong for people. I got him at 110, which puts him right on that should be a bridge guy type of conversations. All these quarterbacks I had pretty low. I mean, Bridgewater, I, I had ranked highest at 89, and I, I don't know. I don't like any of these quarterbacks except for Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I mean, the quarterback ranking deal is tough. Um, I think you did a nice job. Oh, you also have Brandon Scherf too low. Um you have, Too you low, you think? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because interior guard, interior offensive line play is so important. So yes. I'd place a really high premium on that. Um, here's, well, okay. Here's one last one I'm going to press you on then. So your quarterback rankings right now, as it stands, and these might change Teddy Bridgewater, mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jameis Winston, Jacoby Brissett, Mitchell Trubisky, Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota, Geno Smith. Joe Flacco, Colt McCoy, Tyrod Taylor, Blaine Gabbard. Like, uh, I mean, this could be an entire other podcast, but I would almost, I I would rank this so differently. Um, I would have Tyrod Taylor in the top three. I would have Marcus Mariota in the top five. I think Marcus Mariota is going to be a big-time bridge guy. Really? Big-time bridge guy. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, to the point where, like, if I was the Patriots, I would sign him to do some fun Marcus Mariota things, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then increase his value. Um, but I, I would want Marcus Mariota. Definitely. I like Marcus Mariota. Okay. That's interesting. I, I, I'm not that anti-Marcus Mariota. It's just that a, a lot of guys, you look at him and it's like, boy, well, if you put him in a better system, but it's kind of like he was already in a really good system. And he was in out. a great system. That's and true. That's kind of a that's kind of a bummer going forward. But then again, I don't know. Maybe Joe Burrow makes the spread cool again, and uh, we see a, a a a rebirth of Mariota. Nothing would make me happier. <laughs> and thus, you would have to. This is the perfect way to end this. Uh, you would have to then rehire Chip Kelly to come to the NFL, and boy. Would that just be like so? So many good things have happened to me in terms of like the people I don't like being washed out of football and the people I do like getting higher positions in football recently. But like, man, Chip Kelly coming back would be like almost too good. Like, it would freak me out a little bit that yeah. too many good things were happening to me. But yeah, like you'd have to check if someone had, uh, I don't know, set up some sort of like intranet in your house. Yes. And, and just given you like cultivated fake headlines yeah <laughs> what is connor talking about he's just walking around <laughs> saying chip kelly's back oh uh, pokemon connor yeah that, that was like my big treat to myself was so i've played i play every game when it comes out so mm-hmm. i got legend uh legends of arceus that's the new one um and uh uh very exciting uh, and I love the premise of it. Uh, so you're basically dropped back into time before anyone knew how to train Pokemon. 
and so, but you're like a kid in 2020, so obviously like all this stuff is commonplace for you. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then you're dropped back into time, and you are doing very basic things like catching a Pokemon with Pokeballs that were just invented, right? And everyone's like, oh my god, how did you do that? And so you're kind of like the first guy, you know? That's and, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so it, it just, I like it, and it's amazing, and it's also like, it makes me think of like the comparable things. Like I would, I would be able to go back in time and I don't know, like eat an entire bag of pretzels in one sitting and everyone would be like, Whoa, like, <laughs> or run like a sub, like a barely a sub five 40 yard dash. And I would get taken in like the first round of the NFL draft and everyone would be like, my God. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I like the idea of that it's, there's something attractive uh, throw, to me about that. Throw the first forward pass. There we go. Yes. Genius. And it'd be like a young Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> the MMQB NFL podcast is Connor Orr and me, Gary Gramling. We are produced by Shelby Royson. SI's executive producer of podcasts is Scott Brody. And our senior podcast producer is Dan Bloom. Mark Ravick is emeritus editor of the MMQB. Andy Benoit is the founder of the MMQB NFL podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this feed on Apple Podcasts. And once you do, please leave a rating and review because it really does help other people find the show, which is also available on Spotify, Stitcher, SI.com, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.